in this episode, I'm going to talk to you about um, like relationships and friendships and things. Let me just get my coffee. Hang on, I've done this in a bit of an awkward way. Um, so get one, get a coffee and a tea and whatnot. Um, right. So you know, like people say things like to attract someone, you have to love yourself first, and then. To find the right people, you have to have a relationship with yourself first. Well, what does that actually mean? What the fuck are you on about? So I'm going to break it down. So, um, um, yeah, I mean, I was clueless. I was just like, I don't know what's going on. I didn't really know how to be treated, to be honest. Um, my past relationships and friendships have been terrible, to be honest, completely dire. Um, and then when you... Um, when you go through that, you almost hold yourself accountable, which is really bad. So you shouldn't do that. So don't feel shame. So the first step is we're going to look back at everything that's happened and how you've been treated and disassociate with it. We're going to go, well, that wasn't my fault. <laughs> uh, no, I don't think so. The only thing that kind of allowed it to kind of continue to a degree was your allowance. And your allowance is based on the knowledge that you know. You know, so if you're... If you think things are normal, then you're going to let them continue because to you it's normal, right? So the first thing we're going to do is just release all of that shame or guilt that you have about you being responsible for that. No, I'm sorry. Nope. You can't help it if other people are dumb. I'm sorry. Mm. The second thing I want you to know is that you have to create a standard. If you don't have values and behaviours and a standard then you're going to be everybody's friend and and people who don't respect what you respect, i.e. peace, are just going to walk all over it because they don't respect it. So never get mad. Never get mad and angry at other people going, you know, other people's bad behaviour. Like, why don't they respect me? Because they don't. They don't, they don't respect people. You know, I dated someone for a very short amount of time. I'm not a big dater. I'm really not. I'm really not takes me ages to actually agree to anything and um, I'm quite complex in a way because I don't like to be chased either I just like consistency so if, if someone wants to meet up every Saturday and then we're falling for each other then that's absolutely fine slow and steady wins the race <laughs> so anyway I, I dated someone um, for a very short amount of time and it taught me how different we all are I mean, they're an absolute nightmare. So I like nice things. I'm going to give you an example. So I like nice things. I'd rather save all my money and then buy something once, you know. And it's like when I moved into here, I, I was out without a sofa for ages. But, uh, about two months. Um, because I wanted a specific sofa and I wanted it nice and I spent a lot of money on it. And what could have happened is that I could have bought something quite cheap quite fast and it was available straight away and then a couple of years later down the line I would have had to replace it so remember that saying buy cheap buy twice yeah no <laughs> I like to you know buy nice things right so I dated this person and this person just kept breaking my things and not respecting them and you know I've got a nice little coffee pot and um, they'd help themselves and they just leave it on the side I'm like no no you have to wash it and dry it and you know and it's okay I, I realized I thought my gosh we're so different um, you don't respect things you don't respect things so it was not a shock to know that they didn't respect my time 
They were always late. They um, had a lot of excuses. They lied a lot. They manipulated a lot. And I was like, it would have been so easy to go, oh my God, why do I keep attracting these people? Oh my God. And actually, most people, when you talk to people, you're like, oh my God, this is happening again. Most people will turn around going, God, what is it with you? Why do you keep... Yeah, fuck that. It's got nothing to do with you. It's the fact that you are allowing a certain behavior because, you know, don't forget people wear masks, you know. Someone who's really good will wear a mask for about a year and it starts to drop off. But in a relationship, they start to get very comfortable a couple of months in and you're like, oh, okay, this is who you are, you know. Never give yourself a hard time. People are complicated, man. Mm. So I learned that, you know, people have different um, values and behaviors. So you can't demand respect. You can't ask respect if they don't respect you and time. If they don't give a shit about time, then they're not going to respect yours, you know. So it's all about understanding different people. But more importantly, it's more about understanding yourself. So, you know, we've got to go back to that saying, which is you've got to date yourself. And you really have. You really have. And I'll give you another example. So, um, yeah, I treat myself. Um, I, I don't like that word, treat yourself. It's like, you know, I don't know. It just feels weird. Um, I buy myself a bouquet of flowers uh, for my place. Yeah. And I put them on display and look after myself and respect myself and have a little beauty night now and again and you know only buy the best food buy best coffee and things like that like I said I'm a bit particular and um, because I have those things in place and I know a certain behavior towards myself makes me feel really nice what ends up happening is that when someone new comes in if they don't meet those standards then it's a very easy decision and it's not about the granular level in the sense of if they don't buy me the best coffee. It's not things like that. But you will understand that actually they don't meet your needs. They don't meet your expectations. They don't even share the same values. So then it becomes really, really easy to kind of think, mm, I don't think I want to be with this person because they don't make me feel nice. You have already come to an understanding of these things make you feel really nice like respecting your time, respecting yourself, respecting your body. So, for example, I respect my body. I hardly drink, but I collect whiskey and fine wines. I hardly drink, it's hilarious. Um, and I know that alcohol can make me feel very ill because I've, I've obviously got one kidney, but it doesn't make me feel nice. It doesn't really, um, you know, I like the odd glass of champagne, I'm not gonna lie. I like the odd brandy. Now and again, I have half a Guinness. I know it's weird, but it's like, um, yeah, now and again, I like these little things. So when someone comes in and they're a big drinker, they're not resonating with how I treat myself. So what ends up happening, and you can bet your bottom dollar, 1000%, if they have an unhealthy habit, you will go down to their level. They never come up. It's so fucking weird. Well, they hardly ever come up. I don't want to say never, never, but they hardly ever come up to your standard. I remember getting in so many arguments with um, someone I dated about 20 years ago because I like to get up early. I like to exercise. And then I like to have a brunch. I don't like breakfast the first thing. I like to have brunch about 11 a.m. 
you know, I like to have a black coffee in the morning to get me started. And these things are really healthy. So they really shouldn't be negotiable because it's like, well, you know, I benefit from them because they, they make me feel amazing and they're good for me. So why would, why would that be up for negotiation? And the person that I dated was quite the opposite, very lazy, um, didn't exercise. Um, and we had so many arguments because they didn't like the fact that I would get up, go exercise, do this, do this. You know, there was a lot of emotional talk, makes me feel like this, makes me feel like that. And sooner or later, I started trying to negotiate these standards of myself to obviously soothe their emotions. And then it dawned on me, I was like, hang on a minute. Why are you trying to bring me down to your level? If I don't exercise my body, like I have to exercise and I have to detox every single day. Um, you know, I, did, I didn't have one kidney then, but my body is definitely fragile. Um, and yeah, so it was just, and I've dated people since who, you know, since I have had one kidney, they compromise my, my self detox. They want to go and drink a lot, you know, in the pub and, you know, they're buying me alcohol and I'm thinking, why, you know? So this is what I'm saying. It's really important to date yourself so you understand the behaviours. It's learning the behaviours more than anything else and making yourself feel good. So what you're doing when you date yourself, you're learning the connection between these behaviours bring me joy. These behaviours bring me joy, those behaviours bring me joy. And then you have a standard developing. And then when you meet someone and they're trying to push alcohol on you, you go, well, actually, no, those behaviors don't bring me joy. So this is what I'm saying. When you date yourself and you make yourself feel really good, then the social landscape is a lot easier. And it's the same with friends. It's not just people that you, you know, you want to go down a romantic path with. It's the same with friends as well. Yeah, it's, um, I mean, if I'm going to be completely candid, since I've been really open with the psychic stuff and growing my business, I've had to completely change my social landscape. Because it's very tiring, it's very taxing, and I just want days off. So my friends who then want a catch-up and for me to tune in is going against what I need, you know? So it... it to put it bluntly, everyone's become a little bit of a user. I'm sorry, but they have. And so I've distanced myself from loads of people because it's just like, well, now you see me as a commodity and now you're seeing me as, you know, something that you benefit from rather than an actual person. And this is the difference. The, the reason why I was so bold in that statement and the reason I told you is because I now treat myself as a person. So when you date someone or you're friends with someone and they don't treat you like a person, that is an absolute no, that's a red flag, get out of there. So you, you will only have that knowledge about behavior, standards, uh, positivity, when you start dating yourself. So what does dating yourself look like, right? Dating yourself is implementing a series of behaviors that make you feel delicious, hence dating yourself, you know? Like, um, I have a couple of routines, maybe this will help you out a little bit. So. I like to get up early, exercise, you know, that I've, I've said that before. So that's very similar to like, oh, if I had a partner, then we would go and do that together, you know? And then on a Friday night, um, I do a thing uh, after work and I've closed my laptops and I'm 
and everything and I cook myself something really really nice and I set the table and I sit there and put a little film on in the background and every Friday night I sit at the table normally I'm a bit on the go um, but every Friday night I sit the ta sit at the table and you know I'll get myself something really nice I actually cook it um, and I use the best things you know and just make it all seem really nice I like a candle in the background I put some oils around so it's almost like date night but with my seven I just really really enjoy it I make sure there's an, a disassociation between the attitude of oh no one's here and I incorporate the attitude of this is really nice spending time with myself because with my work I give a lot away I give a lot of energy away and time this is why I'm saying I really don't appreciate it when friends are like Oh, how do you do that? Why do you do this? Why do you do that? Because I'm like, I've already given about 99% of my energy this week. I just want to relax, you know? So, you know, if you have a, a taxing job, which I'm sure you do, because I don't think there's any easy jobs these days, and you feel the same, well, instead of waiting for the knight in shining armor or, you know, a princess to come along, you know, queen or whatever, you know, instead of waiting for other people to come in and do these things for you, do them yourself. And then it feels so good that you get locked into that behavior and your expectations change. Honestly, it takes you out of a desperacy because when you're waiting for someone else to do these things, you're waiting, which means you're reimbursing a lot of negative um, energy around you. So the first thing you're reimbursing is the fact that no one is around you, so you're alone. So you're really amplifying the fact that you're alone the second thing you're doing is going well I must not be worth it because I'm on my own again so you're doing the low self-esteem implementation and then the third thing is you're thinking well I must you know there must be something wrong with me you start getting quite paranoid so waiting the art of waiting for someone else to come in actually makes you feel really disconnected and horrible you know, I book myself in for massages and pedicures and manicures, you know, because that's what I'd like someone to do. I'd like someone to treat me like, I'd like someone to say, you know, you've had a really shit week. Um, I've gone ahead and I've booked a little treatment for you because you must be very tired. And the only way they're going to learn those behaviors and the only way they're going to learn how to treat, treat you is the way that you treat yourself. This is where emotional intelligence comes in. I know when I'm dating someone, I really study them, not, not to be manipulative, but to study them in, in the sense of where do they need me? Where are their gaps? Where are their weak points? Where do I slot in? Because your job in a relationship is to anticipate their needs before they even recognize their needs and even know their needs. But what you've done is you've swooped in you've done something for them and they feel so much better they've not even recognized that they needed it so it's about having a sharp mind it's about dating one person and not having a plethora of attention seekers you know it's about learning about yourself and being a rare gem you know and looking after yourself and having an aura about yourself because you're doing all these complimentary behaviors that are creating an aura around you which is like oh she's something or he's something there's something going on there and it makes you really attractive 
what puts me off is when I talk to someone and they have about 10 people on the go. I think, no, thank you, no. Or they're fresh out of something and they have to get attention from someone else and they're already going on a date. I'm like, wow, so I didn't mean anything to you then, you're not even mourning. Like that level of attention is dangerous. It's dangerous. You're not gonna have a mature um, relationship there. And that person ultimately is gonna feel very, very lonely, you know? So you have to get yourself in a state where you are nourishing yourself. You're manipulating your own energy so that you feel really good and on top of the world and then someone else comes in and compliments it, you know? So that's what I mean when I say like, and, and that's what people mean when they say, you've got to date yourself first. It's creating a set of behaviors and expectations and values so that when someone comes in and they're interested, if their values don't match yours, it, it's a no-go because like I said, I've you know, dated someone who was incredibly lazy, a big drinker, self-destructive, and we didn't, they didn't compliment me. I mean, I was great for them, but it's like, I'm not your personal trainer, you know? Like you're a job and you don't wanna date a job because like I said, if you've got a very taxing job, you don't want another one. You know, you want to date someone who's got their shit together, who's a compliment. And the only way you're going to do that is when you're not a job either. You know, so it's about taking responsibility and saying, right, you know, what do I want to feel? How do I want to be? How do I want to appear? You know, class is everything. And, you know, I'm really quite shocked at how little grace there is. You know, just people don't seem to have grace. They're not. Um, they seem very, I struggle with this a lot personally. I struggle with, um, you know, seeing a lot of crap on social media. You know, like you see all these people in yoga retreats abroad and then in the next breath, they're drugged up to the rivals in some festival in the UK. And I'm just thinking, wow, which one are you, you know? Are, are you a raver gurning off your tit, gurning your tits off, or are you someone who's really spiritual and like I'm so tuned in and oh yeah, like total polarization there, you know. But when you are consistent with your own behaviours, you won't tolerate that shit. You won't tolerate people's polarization. You won't tolerate people's bullshit. You absolutely won't. And you'll you'll carry grace and you'll carry. A warmth and a peace because you're consistently feeding yourself and nourishing yourself good behaviors towards yourself is like taking a vitamin pill you know I know a few people have come round and they've said the same thing they've said Katie the vibe in your place is just amazing and do you know why because I have flowers everywhere now flowers have their own vibration I have plants everywhere which they have their own vibration I'm in a very quiet area I have classical music on the low. I don't rave my tits off. I have little um, hints of perfumery going around the place. So from room to room, depends on where you are. And it's a really nice, tranquil, harmonic, like retreat, you know? So if someone came in and they were just throwing their shoes around, dragging mud throughout the place, being disrespectful, it highlights the discord quite early on and it highlights the discord 
much better than if you weren't holding on to your values and behaviors and you weren't consistent with your own. You know, so many people say to me in readings, I just don't know what I want. I don't know what I want. And it's like, you don't know what you want because you're not even consistent with yourself. So you don't know who you are. If you don't know what you want, you don't know who you are. So I suggest you stop giving your number out. You stop entertaining people who you're using them and they're using you. So that's going to be a vapid, vacuous, horrible sensation that's going to bring depression and loneliness. And you take a step back from friends that are not friends and don't compliment you and you're on your own for a while. And I know that sounds harsh, but fuck me. The quicker you know yourself, the more you're going to bring in and draw in better connections, you know? And the problem is, is obviously with this social media, everyone's like, oh, I've got to have like 45 friends. I do not want 45 friends. I do not want. Do you think I can literally manage 45 friends? Do you think I can be there for 45 friends? No, it's just a numbers game. So look, date yourself. It's the best thing you'll ever fucking do. Be rare, make an impression, and then don't be so easily available you know it's not about playing games it's about well give me a reason to meet you you know what I mean so anyway love you loads yeah love you loads um yeah so just I know I keep I always wrap it up and then come back to a subject but it just popped in my head actually you know you want to avoid people who do this right Oh, well, I've got, and I've seen this so many times. Oh, well, I've got that person after me. If you don't, if you don't do what they're doing, I'm not going to pay you any attention. That person bought me a car. I suggest you buy me something else. That person did this. I suggest you do that. The other girl did this. Help yourself. Go treat yourself. Off your trot. Since when is love a marketplace? You know, why, why are we trading each other's skills? You know, what is this, the FTSE 500? You know, and it's like, it's ridiculous. So um, never be blackmailed. And the only the only way you're going to avoid these disasters is knowing yourself and knowing what you stand for, you know. And, and yeah, it might take a little bit longer or you might not have the volume, but that's what you want, you know. You want to make an impression. You know, I, I went to a market the other week and there was a guy selling um, limited edition prints and I'm always into that. So I was talking to him and then we swapped Instagrams and then he messaged going, you certainly made an impression. I mean, I don't know what that means. I presume it was good. And, um, and I thought, there you go. There you go. Quality over quantity. You know, we had very good conversation. I was talking about, you know, the art market and he was telling me about his dreams and where he wanted to go. Great conversation. We were chatting for about 45 minutes. I didn't buy anything, but it was like 45 minutes, you know, cerebral enlightenment, you know, it was brilliant, you know. So, but that's because I, I was talking to him about my hobby and interest and he was telling me about his passion. So it was a great exchange, you know. And then that was it, parted ways. And I was like, yeah, thanks, bye. We don't, we, there's nothing that needs to unfold here, you know. There was no chemistry, it was just talking. Um, so yeah, date yourself, stand for something. Be the person that, you know, uh, Thingabob will know, Katie will know, ask Katie. Be an expert in yourself, yeah. Because your strength and everything will come through and people will admire you for it 1000%. It'll make you heaps more attractive. You know, I, I honestly think there is nothing less 
attractive than when someone is a player. And the irony is that's what they want. They want attention, but they're doing it all the wrong way. And it's like, it is so unattractive when someone is making you believe that they are the stud and everyone in the room wants them. And it's like, that's really unattractive. It just is. It just says needy all written all over it, doesn't it? It really does. Like me, like me, you know? No. I like the ones who are selective. Like, you know, there could be a room full of people and they're like, mm, I only want the, the nice ones to come to me. Everyone else, I don't give a shit, you know? But you've got to treat yourself with respect, you know? And, and that means whoever these people are, if they don't text you back, or they're not interested, or they're not want to talk to you or be in your life, you walk away. You don't, you don't wait, you don't wait by the phone. The amount of times I take calls and people are like, when are they calling? And that's an absolutely perfect question to ask, when are they calling? You know, and, and it's brilliant and I will and I'll tell you, but if you're waiting years and they are showing disrespect, then walk away. It's not worth it, it's absolutely not worth it. You will get a number of different connections in your life and so don't waste it on the one that's been disrespectful towards you. I know it triggers, you know, some childhood wound and, you know, your need to please and your need to catch them. You know, it, it creates a game, don't bother, don't bother. So anyway, love you loads. As always, treat yourself with respect, okay? More of it.